What up, Saints and Inks? How you doing? Wow. I don't like when you do that. <laughs> you don't like when I steal your slogan? It's not, it's not, it's not yours. It, it belongs to me. How, do you feel like me growing up as an only child makes me like a bad wife? Oh, let's not talk about this stuff. <laughs> Why would you ask such a crazy question? <laughs> it came to my mind. No. Why would you? What, what are some of the advantages, do you think, of me growing up alone? And how it's served me in life. People who listen it might think we playing this, but this is really random. No, it, it literally just came to my mind. What are some advantages of like? You how do you think up? growing up by myself has actually served me? Served you? I think that um, I think that it's allowed you to know how to sit and quiet. I think it's some benefit in that of not always having to talk and not always having to 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 be doing something with someone um because i mean eden has an issue eden has the same issue that i have it's like yeah she not she literally can't be alone can't be alone and like you know everybody don't always have to like entertain you right like autumn want to just play with her bobby down her penny go (laughs) go upstairs and wait till she want to play with you you know um yeah i think that's all you have wow I mean, this is like I can a, I can hear you like saying, "Oh, there's nothing else." Nah, you can't be saying that. But it is like a random question. <laughs> like, what you want me to do with that? Like, you know, what are some benefits of me growing up with siblings? Oh, you see how you moved on to you that fast? Yeah, maybe I can think about some stuff. <laughs> I I don't know. See, I, I had more than you. <laughs> well, 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 maybe you you share. <laughs> what? You answered that like a four-year-old. You you share. You do. I was like, what? No, when we met, I remember how like liberal you were with your stuff. Like it wasn't, it, it didn't, you didn't have to consider or think about yeah. sharing. To me, I have to, not anymore because I got kids and I'm married and stuff. But before I used to have to really like process. Nah. Oh, they want, they want something I have. Nah, for like, real. Like why? Though. Why? I always, I always used to tell you the first time, like I asked you for a piece of your snicker. We were friends, <laughs> and you was like, "I can buy you one." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "She had, she had one of those long joints." That's when Snicker first started like separating the two <laughs> Snickers inside the package. And I'm like, "She got one of them long joints," and I'm hungry. I forget where we was at, but I was like, "We had just left a legacy meeting." Yeah, I'm like, well, I just can't get a piece of your snicker. He was like, I could buy you one, but this is my snicker. <laughs> and it was very logical. And I was like, wow. This no, girl. and it wasn't, I wasn't even trying to be selfish. It, selfish. It just didn't register to me that you should have what I have. Like, it's like you can literally That's get, that. you should get your own. That's that only child No, stuff. it is. <laughs> it's like when, when you're an only child, everything in the fridge, it, like when your mama went grocery shopping, it was for you. Like everything she bought. What's for you? Everything in your room is yours. There is no. Didn't you say though when we were dating, or I don't know if we were dating or when we first got married? Like I, I shared something with you, and you was like, I think you said this is like no. The first... I think it was a snicker. It was a snicker. Yeah, yes, like, it was. But you like that's why that's what I mean. Like you were so like liberal it? with it. What was it? You said like that's when you found out I was nice or something. Oh, that wasn't when I found out you was nice. It was when we were we were. We were texting, and you said something nice. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm confusing stories. Yeah, but... But yeah, anyways. But this actually is a good segue into what we're talking about, because we were friends. Is. 
Hey, hey. And we had to learn how to be friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you ain't got nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The whole, yeah, 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 I didn't grow up in church. So the whole, yeah, 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 yeah threw me off. Yeah, <laughs> anxiety. You're supposed to rev up. When right, I, right, right. right. What am I supposed to do next? <laughs> so we're talking about the hard work of friendship. So with the Perry's is is going on tour. Straight is. Don't know if you knew that already. Yeah. I think we're doing 14 cities. Oh, yeah. You wanted me to say something. We're doing 14 cities. And uh, he's going <laughs> to talk about apologetics. And what you going to talk about? I'm going to preach some some Bible. And then we're going to have a live conversation with the saints about something that you pick. We're going to give y'all the opportunity to pick the conversation that we actually end up having. And it's going to it's going to be God glorifying. It's uh, going to be uplifting um, to, to, to the body of Christ. But mm-hmm. we're going to have fun. I think so. We're going to have a lot of fun. A lot, Also, too, a lot of y'all have been trying to get the Bold Apparel merch, and I'm bringing all the merch on tour. Oh, like, yay. Like, all of it. Beautiful. You know? And we're also coming on tour with our books, with oh, yeah. my new book, uh, all of Jackie, 1,900 books. It's only four. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot. Um, and so, man, be on the lookout, man. All right. So, show notes, www.withtheparish.com forward slash tour. So with the Perry's is is going on tour. Straight is. Don't know if you knew that already. Yep. I think we're doing 14 cities. Oh, yeah. You wanted me to say something. We're doing 14 cities. And uh, he's going <laughs> to talk about apologetics. And what you going to talk about? I'm going to preach some some Bible. And then we're going to have a live conversation with the saints about something that you pick. We're going to give y'all the opportunity to pick the conversation that we actually end up having. And it's going to, it's going to be God glorifying. It's uh, going to be uplifting um, to, to, to the body of Christ, but mm-hmm. we're going to have fun. I think so. We're going to have a lot of fun. A lot, Also, too, a lot of y'all have been trying to get the Bold Apparel merch, and I'm bringing all the merch on tour. Oh, like, like all of it. Beautiful. You know? And we're also coming on tour with our books, with oh, yeah. my new book, uh, all of Jackie, 1900 books. It's only four. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot. Um, and so, man, be on the lookout, man. All right. So show notes, www.withtheparish.com forward slash tour. Because, I mean, I think sometimes we don't use that adjective when it comes to friendships. Like we think it's bad mm-hmm. to, to have to work for a friendship. And I think in some ways it can be, yeah. but I think in some ways it's necessary yeah. because um, I think any real relationship requires work. Facts. Not all relationships require work. Yeah. And some of those relationships might be seasonal. Yeah. But so I just, I guess we, we can talk through, how do you know when a relationship is, is requiring work that's not worthwhile? Yeah. How do you discern that? Um, what kind of work should we put into maintaining and cultivating our friendships? And what yeah. is the point? Yeah. Right? Yeah, because I, I think I think it's a difference difference between having a friendship that 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 drains you and having a friendship that that it's a little difficult at times, but you can see at the end of the road, you can see this person still will be a benefit to me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it's a difference because I think sometimes we we say, oh, I don't want a friend, I don't want a friendship that that that's hard, that you know, that's that's difficult. And we want all friendships that's easy, but typically the easiest friendships doesn't have don't have depth. Yeah, it's, and so it's, it's like it's so if it's e- easy, it's gonna be really surface, and it's not really you know, y- y'all have like little artificial things that y'all 
y'all bond over, but it's not going to be anything with, with, with significant death. And so, like, I found out that the friendships that I had to work for, you know, uh, were the most beneficial mm-hmm. friendships in the end, you know. I, I think it's helpful to, to explain a little bit because by work, what we don't and what I don't mean is I'm working to make you my friend. Yeah. That's not what I mean. No, like no, no. if if I got to work to make you a friend, we one that's weird. I'm grown. Like yeah. why are we doing that? But <laughs> what I mean is working to build intimacy in the friendship. And I I think yeah. uh sometimes we think about intimacy primarily in terms of uh romantic relationships. Yeah. But friends friends should be intimate too. I should know you. Yeah. You know, I should be sensitive to what hurts and what you like and what joys you have and all the things like we shouldn't just have the like surface level friendships. Yeah. Now I do think that some friends should exist that way. Like I have some friendships, if we want to call it that, where is we go out to eat and we, you know, we dialogue, but if I'm going through something, I'm not going to call you. Yeah. Like you're not that person. Yeah. For me. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, do you, do you categorize your friendships like I do? I don't even know if I do it consciously. Mm-hmm. I just, it just, I rock with the people that I rock with on a close intimate level because we built that natural chemistry. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, like the people that I, that I'm friends with, they kind of fall into categories just naturally. Mm-hmm. I don't like, oh, you the second tier friendship and you're the first tier and you're, you're C. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily do that. Yeah. But I, I, I do think that, um, that I have been very intentional in identifying what I feel like I need in a particular season. Mm. And I've grown, and this is a lot of therapy, you know, of saying, man, I think me and you being friends will benefit me, and I think I could benefit you, and I would like to be your friend. Like, like literally, you'll say it. Like, yeah, literally vocalizing that um, the last couple of years. Um, because I think that, uh, yeah, I'm just getting older, mm. You know, and it's it is it is never like to try to force a friendship. It's mm-hmm. it's all it's it's some type of relationship that's already established. Right. But I kind of feel like, man, like maybe time or maybe whatever that's causing us not to go deeper. Maybe we need to go deeper. Maybe I feel like the Lord is 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 laying it on my heart for me to go deeper with this person. And so I'll I'll you know I'll vocalize yeah. it. Yeah, I think some relationships um, require what's the word communicating intentions yeah um and i've i've found that i've had to do that in recent years just because of the life i have where i have to actually articulate no like i want to be friends with you because a lot of people will assume and presume which is which is fair like i don't want to impede on her space a lot of people are probably pulling on her and so like they'll they'll kind of like play the background and I have to give them permission to say, no, you can, you can come into this space. Like, yeah, like yeah. it's, it's all good. And then for other people, it's kind of like, no, like you're good out there. Yeah. Like we're, we're straight. <laughs> yeah. You can stay out there. <laughs> Keep your shoes on. <laughs> no, we good. Like we'll pray for each other. When it comes to building friendships and, and when it comes to like doing the, the hard work, how do you know where to put your energy? Like what, like what do you see in a person that says, man, I want to put my energy here. Yeah. And what do you see in the person here that says, I don't want to put my friendship yeah. here? I really matured a lot because for a long time, I had a lot of worldly 
reasons to be people's friends, hmm. which was like I like their style. Hmm. They ain't got no stilettos. Or they're funny or cool or you know just like super like all of that but what happens is is that those people like character has to trump all of that yeah and so that's kind of become my like primary thing is that can i trust your heart can i trust your character like i i don't need friends that will not teach me something i don't need friends that will not discern things yeah. i don't need friends that cannot pray i don't need like and i'm not saying that i'm not friends with people with weird characters i'm not <laughs> saying i'm saying that there is a level of intimacy that yeah. i'm willing to give depending on the kind of person you actually that makes are. sense makes that's a lot of I mean. sense yeah and so that's kind of what i look for is like yeah that that's good that's real good like uh, nowadays there is like this this um I, th I think we talked about it previously you were saying like how like um people want like easy and like uh, i want a soft life mm -hmm. speak to the people who say like man if friendships does doesn't come easy like i don't want it um you know what are the dangers you think that brings that type of mentality brings on one hand i think a friendship should be natural yeah like, I, I do think it should be like, oh, we click. Like, we do vibe over certain stuff. Like, if, if like, y'all are two different people and yeah. there is no type of, like, connection, I ain't saying, like, overcome that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that's what I'm not. So, I think it should be natural. But I think for a friend, like, I feel like as, as adults, you reach a point where there's a conflict or a, a misunderstanding or a disagreement and when you reach that point that's where the work happens yeah. because now it's beyond what we click about now we're clashing and i have a choice i can work towards us uh getting on good terms again or i could just be like oh no i don't want to talk about this and i shut down and da, 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 da. like when people do that when you don't grow and y'all don't grow together yeah and so that like the people that i've had to work through stuff with work through disagreements with work through misunderstandings there's some there's type of some type of switch where it's like i just i trust you more yeah. i see your heart like we've had to become vulnerable now because now we're not just talking about all the things that we like and the gospel song like like you get what i'm saying like yeah. it, i yeah. think that's that's the cost of not working is that you never get a chance to go deeper and be known by another individual. Yeah, but here's the two things that I think about. I think about the person who sometimes have, have this tension of going deeper with someone when conflict arises. I think sometimes, to be frank, some people are just really selfish. And so they don't, I don't want to deal with, you know, your extra drama. I don't want to have to work. I won't things that's that's easy right. right and i think it can be some selfishness some some self-absorbedness there but i also think that it can also be a trauma response to the toxic friendships that they may experience in the past yeah and so every single time you know they find a new friend and the first time that friend comes and says oh you hurt me it's like okay it might seem as if they are, this is the beginning of them showing you that they're toxic like your last friend. Mm -hmm. And they, 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 they finna bring you through a whole bunch of drama like your last friend. And they, and they might be. And they might be. But you, I think you have to be wise enough to actually call it for what it is yeah. and not see it through the lens of your pain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and that's what, that's, what I, that's what I was going to. And, and also, too, like, like to not 
treat every single experience with 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 your new friends like your old experiences because you you you're gonna miss out on a lot of great people mm. you know because everybody is not going to bring you through the same wire that your other friends did or yeah. your old friends did and so if somebody come to you and and, and and that's requiring you to work a little bit after you get past this particular work yeah. there might be a deep long life friendship there yeah. that would benefit you but if yeah. you just say oh I, i'm like i'm i'm a, I'm a you know yeah. head out before you know this person brings me through whatever yeah. because you you're allowing fear to make you make you run and not actually this person's yeah i, I think trauma. you have you have to ask the question you need to sit down with yourself and say is this relationship worth it yeah like like will it does it serve me spiritually? Uh, will it, will it, like, like, what does it do for me? And I don't mean in a self-centered way. I mean, like, we need community. We need people in our life. And so we need to be able to think through why we need them, what they, what they add to us. Yeah. But I think one thing that people do not think about is the end of their life. If you have ever sat down with an older person, one thing that they will always describe about their lives is how lonely they are. Mm -hmm. And I think a part of the loneliness that we are preparing ourselves for is that we are unwilling to cultivate friendships that will last us when our spouses die and when our kids leave and when we're in retirement. Like we, we need to be looking at the long game yeah. when it comes to the friends that we build. Facts. And that's what I'm on. I'm on like when I'm 70, 80, who will still be there? Yeah, that's, so, that's good. That's good. For me, uh, my friendships started to get super weird when I moved to Atlanta because the- Your Chicago friendships or all of them? Just just how I build friends in, in Atlanta compared to how I build friends in Chicago because Chicago, I came from a community in Chicago where like it was like really close community of believers, brothers or whatever, but out here- People will tell you in Atlanta, you have to be extra hard. You have to work extra hard to build friendships in Atlanta because everybody is going. Everybody yeah, is hustling. Busy. Everybody is doing something. Everybody is buying business, buying you know properties mm -hmm. and doing stuff. And so everybody's moving. And so like you have to be extra intentional in this space to, to, to build friends. And so one of the things that I've done was I, was, I had to just ask myself, Preston, are you willing to humble yourself and put yourself in a position to be vulnerable to say, man, like, I want to build with you. I know you're busy. <laughs> I know I'm busy. Right. But can we 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 build something? And it's and it's been beneficial for me because when I first came, I just automatically thought that friendships was going to come easy like it did in Chicago mm -hmm. when things were slower, you know. And Chicago is a faster city, but my community was more, you know. Yeah. But out here, it's like everybody's moving, and so like I think even as your life changes, you have to you have to you have to adjust how you even. Mm -hmm communicate mm -hmm. what you want in friendships mm -hmm. because you just can't like where you want to be three years from now it's not where you are now mm -hmm. and so like i don't know if that made sense but yeah no, i did yeah, yeah I, 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 because a part of working on friendships is being intentional about your time because yeah. if you got a family if you even if you don't have a family like the singles out here working working yeah. <laughs> so like they, they 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 be investing a lot of their energy and their resources and and all the all the other things and so you kind of have to make a a conscious decision to say even if it's going to take three weeks let's schedule time to talk or to connect or to go to a movie or to go see coffee yeah. because you'll end up going 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 and realize that you haven't yet sat down with anybody 
who could actually be like, hey, you good? Yeah. <laughs> like, or to have fun with. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's. <sighs> I wish lot. it was easy, man. But like friendships in high school, or developing friendships in college and high school is just—it's so different when when you have kids and when you have a family. And it's like, man, like I wanna. I, I sometimes I wish I can be like the old Preston who didn't have all of these responsibilities, who could just be friends with everybody. Yeah. And so sometimes you feel bad because you want to build with, I know I want to build with, with, more, with more people, but you just can't. Yeah. And so I think uh, for me, a lot of my friendships in the last three years has, has come after I've really sought the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I remember that season where I didn't, um, while I was looking for male friendships in Atlanta. And you was like, let's, you, you was like, let's pray, Preston. Yeah. Um, that the Lord will sing you male good friends, good friends yep. you know, and um, shortly after he did. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, I'm not making friendships by my own, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. ability anymore. Yeah. And it's like now God has kind of put me in this season where it's like, no, like, I want you to even trust me when it comes to your friendships. Yeah. I know you were, I, I'm, I, I always can make friends in, yeah. anywhere I went, but it was like now it was, it was different. Yeah. I want you to trust me with your friendships. And I think that, I don't know, I just think that God sometimes, uh, for me, as I started to get older, he wanted to me to be, he wanted me to be more particular in the people that I brought in my life. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Because I had more, I, like the more responsibility that he gave me, it seems as if the more like he was p- picky mm-hmm. about the people that I brought in mm-hmm. and out of my life. Mm-hmm. And also too, like the people that came in my life that was draining me. It's like, I don't want people in your life. By draining, what do you mean? Like not even draining me, but like that. There, well, yeah, draining me. Because I, 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 when I say draining me, I don't even mean it in a negative way. Because some people did take a lot out of me. A lot of friendships it's not always equally beneficial. Mm-hmm. And so some friendships, people are going to lean on you more than you lean on them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, Preston, you're not the same man that you was at 22. Mm-hmm. You have a wife and mm-hmm. you have four kids. I, I, can't, you, I can't give you as many friends for, for them to lean on you anymore. You need some people that y'all can lean on each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And maybe one or two people that can lean on you. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, like, I just had to, like, pray. Because if it was just me just out there trying to make friends like I always did. And not really seeking the Lord about who you want to be my friend. I, I think I'm speaking to the extroverted person here. The person <laughs> who doesn't care about, like, if I like you, I like you. Right, you right. know? that's That was my temptation. Right. And it was just like, no. like I feel like God in his sovereignty made it, made it hard for, for him to say, like, no, I'm making it hard because I want you to have a particular type of friend. That's good. You know. Yeah, um, I had to pray the the same thing because friendship in recent years has become harder for me. Um, harder to get friends, harder to maintain friends. Uh, harder to don't say all. This is what it is, and harder to uh, trust people. Yeah. You know because we just we often have people that want to be around us not for us but yeah. for other reasons and i i think it's it's hard to be able it, it's it's stressful to be like having to watch to see if this person is genuine yeah like who wants to go through that yeah and so i think i had to pray one that the lord would send friends but he would also give me the eyes to discern when he sent somebody and the faith needed to trust that they're safe that's good uh, because I, I I think that takes time and it's still but it's like 
like friendships in high school were as easy as they were because it didn't require that much trust. Yeah. If anything, it depends on the high school you went to where it's like, I got to trust that if somebody run up on me, like you're going to swing. Like if anything, <laughs> that's, that's the trust. But it's not, I'm not trusting you with my like heart yeah. and my fears and my, like my temptations yeah. and I, or even my like be, becoming in my space. Like, so that's why it takes a lot of work. But I think we all, at the core of our being because of the way God has created us, we all just simply want to be known and loved. Yeah. And friendship is one of the ways to do that. And I think if we are unwilling to practice and even work through um, some of the difficulties that come with building relationships with people, like, like we're not going to benefit from it. And don't be surprised if you're a single person, always choosing the easy route when it comes to your relationship that when you get married then there's all these difficulties because you've never learned the discipline of working through conflict yeah. and so even our friendships are a way to kind of develop a maturity about ourselves yeah. when it comes to love and if you have surface friends before you get married like not really having friends to go deep with when your marriage gets difficult because you need yeah, you good friends uh, to point you back to God and your spouse and stuff get stuff get hard. And I, so I wanted to speak on something you said earlier that people might have missed, which is how some friendships aren't mutually beneficial. And yeah, they're I, not. <laughs> I think we. That's why I think a lot of this is you got to be sensitive to what the Lord is calling you to do. Yeah. Right. And so, like, there are some friendships where there's no mutual benefit. And it's draining you, but the Lord has called you to that. Yeah. Like he's called you to maintain a friendship because I've, I've had times and seasons with certain friends where there is no mutual benefit, but my role in their life in this season is to show up mm. and to be there and to be a friend and to be an ear. And that is what the Lord has called me to. And so I'm going to do that. Then there's friendships where you just, you off. <laughs> like you're not you're not good for me and yeah. you don't even you know those people like they've been around and you only still friends with them on the basis of loyalty yeah when it's like but you don't even like love me like that yeah you get what i'm saying absolutely like they love saying. you but they don't love you. they don't love you yeah, yeah like yeah. you don't be like looking out for me like that. because a lot of people think that they good because of history Mo yeah it's like oh yeah we got history remember in 98 we did such and such and it was like yeah we was two and <laughs> but it's 2002 and i need you to have my back right now but people that i'm meeting at my back morning you especially do. when they are still who they were now like 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 who you were in 2002 is who you are in 2022 and who I was in 2002 is not who I am in 2022. And so I've progressed, I've matured, but you're still there. And so we're on two different wavelengths. We're on two different ends of the spectrum. And so even though we have history, there is no compatibility now. So, what, is so the, what do I do with that? Yeah. So what is the difference between loving somebody or being friends with somebody like that and being friends with somebody who... because and being friends with somebody who 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 isn't equally beneficial to you is, is there a difference 
like like what like by difference you mean what between them or yeah. between how i engage in the friendship both i think i'm asking both like how like like what is the difference between loving somebody who just who's kind of like not good for you and understanding the difference i think that's a better question uh-huh. understand understanding the difference between somebody who's not good for you and and and, and seeking the lord uh of being friends with somebody who isn't equally beneficial for you but y'all relationship can still benefit each other in some way shape or form i'm confused now and so i'm gonna just go off of what i wanted to i'm say. sorry for confu- let me make it simple this way <laughs> i'll make it i'll make it simple okay because it was like, too many things like because i think when you first started you started talking about like um uh, like sometimes god is calling you to be in a relationship that is equally beneficial that now, isn't that isn't equally beneficial mm-hmm. it's like how do you know god is calling you to a relationship to a to a person you that's gotta not- pray like, I can't even give you a thing. Like, I, you have to pray. Like, for me, that particular person, there is a burden. There is a, what I've called you to be in this season is her friend, irregardless if she can be your friend back. And so that's, that's just, that's what I'm showing up for. I'm just, I'm just available to that. Because that is what the Lord does to us all the time. Like, you think that we, we are able to give anything back to the Lord? That we're able to fill his love cup? No. Like, we're just, he loves us and is friendly towards us even when we're not his friend back. And so that's that. But I think when I was talking about those who we have history with and you've matured beyond that friendship, I think for me, the way I engage in it is I determine how much relational equity I'm willing to give or put into this relationship on the basis of how it serves both of us. Cause I don't even, I'm not even serving you. If you're not even learning, like you're not even teachable. You're not even willing to grow with me. You're not even willing to go into certain places with me. And oftentimes the friends that are still stagnant or immature in their walk and in their life, they don't even want to be your friend like that no more. You know what I'm saying? Because they feel uncomfortable because you got new friends and you got new ideas and you want to talk about scripture and they still want to talk about shade room. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we yeah. can't even vibe. I think I think when I asked you that question, that was the thing that I, that popped in my mind. And I was wondering if that's one of the things that you were thinking about, because what I was thinking about was I think it's a difference between somebody that that you have a friendship with that is and that friendship is not equally it's not equally beneficial but they don't have, and the reason why is because they don't have the capacity to be for you what you are to them, opposed to a person who uh, is not willing mm, to, 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 to meet you where you are or has distanced itself away from you because y'all lives are different, but mm-hmm. they're still holding on to history. So I, mm-hmm. I think it's a difference because I think sometimes... God might call you to be someone's friend, somebody's real friend, and they just don't have the capacity. They don't have they don't have it in them. They may be in a hard season of their life, but they really just can't give you. Yeah, like suffering, grief. Yeah, yeah. They can't. And so, so, so they're going to require more from you than uh-huh. you, you. And then you have those people where, yeah, they they don't want to give it to you. Yes. And so I think it's a difference. I think understanding the difference, I think both can drain you. Uh. But I think God will give you strength uh-huh. with one. And he'll probably tell you to remove yourself from the other. And I, and I I think conversations have to be had. Yes. Because, especially women, you can start getting in, into your head about why this person isn't showing up in the way that they used to. 
and you could be ascribing all kinds of motives to them that isn't actually true. Right. Or you can be dealing with all this pain and all this hurt and all this frustration and you just like balling it up. Like you have to have a conversation and say, hey, I want us to be more than what we are. Can we work towards that end? And then you watch and see if they respond. If they don't respond to me, it's like, oh, so you want us to be as superficial as we are. Okay, I'm going to keep that same energy. Not in a judgmental way. It's just I'm not going to put more emotional equity or relational equity into this if that if that's not what you want. Yeah, like, yeah. That's good. So it to me, it's all about intimacy. It's all about, you know, what do I have the margin to give? And it's all about what is the spirit calling me to do? I think conversations like this, like you can kind of take from a rule book, but like we have to be sensitive to the Lord. Yeah. So again, like somebody, like the Lord might want you to love your toxic friend yeah. and remain their friend. Yeah. The Lord might want you to stop being friends with somebody that you've been friends with for 20 some years. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You, you got to discern it for yourself. Yeah. We got to seek the Lord for ourselves. So, and again, I want to be clear. At no point really were we ever talking about friends that lead us towards sinfulness. Yeah. I'm not that's even. That's good. Yeah, that's a, that's a good distinction to make. Yeah, that's like meat, meat and milk. Look, yeah, we're yeah. on meat. We're not talking about milk. Yeah. That's like a basic, you know, if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. Right, Like right. If, if, if they are a temptation to you in your walk, that's just a no-brainer. We've moved on to the more <laughs> nuances yeah. of friends that, you know. Serve us or don't serve us. Yeah, if they if they if they don't serve you in a way that um, not necessarily brings you into sin, but don't even inspire you to even continue into doing the things yeah, that God has for you, you know, yeah. uh, it's probably not as beneficial. And so you should pray. I'm not saying you should walk away immediately. You should ask the Lord, "Do you want me to be this person, friend?" Yeah, because it so, could be a season. And I'll, I'll add this: how you show up as a friend helps your friends become better friends. That's good. So, like, if we always leave or never have a conversation or never have long-suffering or patience, then we actually remove the opportunity for our friends to grow. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I just think it's all... Because it's, it's about trust. It's like when, when, when your friends see you show up in hard seasons or even stick with them in hard seasons, like, I think that, you know, trust is built. And, and so, like, they'll do the same for you. And so I think that if we don't, if we run as soon as it gets hard, it's like, okay, you destroyed their trust. And so that's why that person's not there the next time. That's you know? a soft life, running. Soft life, yeah. <laughs> God is calling us to, to hard things. Hard things often produce great outcomes. So. All right. Peace. Bye, y'all. 30 Minutes with the Perrys is a production of Ivy Media Podcast. Edited by Angie Elkins. Video recording and audio production by Kim Powell. Artwork by Hop and music by Swoop. Join us on Patreon for early access to With the Perry's episodes and other exclusives. You got two options. You can go to www.patreon.com forward slash with the Perry's or just go ahead, scroll. You'll find the link in our show notes. We are the Perry's. Thank y'all for listening. Now go with God. <laughs>